0: Welcome to Torah Simecha with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Rachel Baum, and today we will be, le- we will be learning Parshash So Parshash starts off with Moshe telling Aaron, his sons, and the Zikinim about the karbonos that they will bring in connection with the dedication of the Mishkan. And after parts of those karbonos are put on the Mizbayach, a fire comes down from Shemayim and rests on the Mizbayach, then there is the tragic event with Nadab and two sons of Aaron HaKohen, who bring a Keturus on their own and are consumed by a fire that comes out of the Mishkan and kills them. Aaron accepts Hashem's judgment with the famous words, Vayidom Aaron, he is silent. Moshe then tells Aaron and his two so- other sons, Elazar and Yisemar, about not mourning the regular way. They should not tear their garments. They should not let their hair grow. Hashem then tells Aaron and the Kohanim that they may not drink wine before they do the services in the Mishkan. Then they the second tell us about one of the karbonos that were brought on the day the Mishkan was dedicated was the Chata, which was the Chatas of Rosh Chodesh. The Torah teaches us the laws of Kashras in this week's parasha, you know, the signs of kosher animals, kosher fish, what types of birds and insects a Jew may and may not eat. And then the parsha ends off with some of the laws of Toma and Tara, some of the laws of purity and impurity. But what we're going to focus on today is a pasuk in the beginning of this week's parsha. And in the beginning of the parsha, Moshe tells Aaron. The pasuk says, "VaYomer al Aaron, Moshe tells him, Kach lecha egel ben bakkar lechatas. Take for yourself an egel, a calf, the son of a, the child of a cow for a carbon chatas.'" And a ram for a carbon ola, a bird's offering. To mean them, they should be complete. They should be without any blemishes. Hashem And bring them before Hashem. And these were part of the karmanos that Aaron brought in connection with the Chanukah Samishka. And Rashi explains, Why should you bring for yourself an egel, a young calf? To let him know that Hashem had forgiven Aaron that Hashem had forgiven Aaron through this sacrifice of the Egel, for the action of the Egel Hazoh, of the golden calf, that we know Aaron Cohen was involved in the making of it when the Jewish nation approached him when Moshe was late from coming down from the mountain. So Moshe tells Aaron now, the Egel that you're going to bring as a carbon chatas is a sign from Hashem that he has forgiven you for the Egel that you were involved in making. However, Rashi tells us, that when the pasuk says VaYomer Moshe al Aaron, Moshe tells Aaron, Krav el to come close to the Mizbeach and to bring his carbon. The reason why Moshe had to tell him to come close is because Rashi says Shahaya Bosh, that Aaron was embarrassed ViYari and he was afraid to come close to, to bring this ego as a carbon. Amar lo Moshe and so Moshe said to him, Lama atabosh? Why are you embarrassed? For this you were chosen. And it's this phrase, lama atabosh, why are you embarrassed? Lakach nevcharta, for this you were chosen, which we'll focus on today, both in the context of the sin and the forgiving of Aaron Akoin, and then the phrase in and of itself, an important lesson that we can learn from that phrase. So the main idea in context is as follows. So Moshe is asking Aaron why he's embarrassed, but it's, it's pretty clear why, right? He had recently aided and embedded the most grievous sin in Jewish history thus far. He is being tasked with the job of bringing a karbon that would be used as a sign that Hashem has forgiven him for his role in the making of the eagle. But the actual animal he is bringing is the animal through which the sin was done. And that's pretty embarrassing to be called upon publicly to acknowledge your sin, even in the context of forgiveness. And what does Moshe mean when he says, for this you were chosen? What does he mean, and how does he help alleviate Aaron's shame for being part of the egel and then being asked and tasked to bring this karbon in connection with his forgiveness? So there's actually a Pasuk in Parshish Vayikra that really answers this. In explaining different karbonos brought for different reasons, the Pasuk tells us as follows. Asher nasi yechte when a nasi, when a leader sins, and he does, he does a, 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 a mitzvah of Hashem that he shouldn't have done, meaning he does a sin against Hashem by accident and he, he incurs guilt because of it. And it goes on to describe what kind of carbon the Nasi needs to bring. But it's the first word of the Pasuk, asher, that teaches us two fundamental lessons about leadership. This pasuk is talking about a nasi, right? Which really refers to anybody in a leadership position. And the word asher means when. So the pasuk is telling us, asher nasi yechta, When a leader will sin. When a leader will make a mistake. When a leader messes up. Because leadership comes with mistakes. It's inevitable. We all make mistakes, especially in the leadership positions that we fill. Whether it's as a parent whether it's as a boss, a teacher, an administrator, a mentor, whatever the case is, in a leadership position, as in, as in every area of life, is, is, means we're, we will make mistakes. In the way that we react to a situation, a decision we thought made sense, but ended up not really being the right decision to make, what we said or what we didn't say, right? And when we mess up, it's not if we mess up, but it's when we mess up, this is the carbon a leader must bring, and so asher nasi when a leader will sin. But on a more positive note, Rashi explains the word asher in this pasuk as asheri, fortunate. Says Rashi, kapara al Fortunate is the generation that its leader pays attention to bring a kapara on the sin that he does, meaning he admits his mistakes and he regrets his mistakes and he tries to correct his mistakes, right? Fortunate is the generation whose leaders acknowledge their mistakes and try fixing them. Nobody is perfect, including our leaders. And as people who fill leadership positions or as people who follow others who are in leadership positions, it's important to keep in mind that when we make mistakes and that when our leaders make mistakes and own up to them and try to remedy them, that's not only okay, but it's really to our benefit. It's really fortunate for us because we can remember, we can see that our leaders are not gods. They are not infallible. We trust them due to their knowledge, their experience, their seichel, their dedication, their expertise, but we do not expect them to be right all the time. And as leaders ourselves, in whichever positions we fill, when we make mistakes, we need to bring a karma, meaning we admit what we did, we try correcting what we did, and not only is that okay, but fortunate are our charges. Let them learn the concept of making mistakes and fixing them, of admitting when you're wrong. These aren't easy things to do, but a good leader will teach those who he leads that it's okay and expected to sometimes make mistakes. Which is why Moshe's comfort makes sense. Moshe tells Aaron, don't be embarrassed. It's for this you were chosen. You were chosen for leadership. You were chosen as the Kohen Gadol. And part of that role is teaching those under you, that the people that you're leading, what it means to make a mistake, admit guilt, try correcting it, and move on. As hard as it is, Moshe was actually comforting Aaron. Yes, this is difficult. You're now bringing an egel as a karban chatas in order to atone for the egel that you made. But for it's for this reason you were chosen to lead. So come close and bring the karbon. There's actually another fundamental lesson to be learned from this phrase, lama atabosh rakach nefcharta. If we take it outside the context of the pasuk and the parsha in which it is found, and it really has to do with the concept of humility. Discovering true humility is really, is really hard, right? We, we know we shouldn't be prideful concerning our accomplishments, our positions, our actions. On the other hand, the Torah does not tell us to be doormats who think nothing of ourselves, right? But we are supposed to have a certain amount of, of feelings of pride in who we are as people and as parts of Klal Yisrael. So finding that delicate balance of acknowledging who we are and what our strengths are and what we bring to the table but at the same time, recognizing that what we have is God-given is definitely something that we all strive for. So I think if we take this phrase, and we combine it with a different phrase that we find in the Mishnah Empiricai Avos, we can really understand what true humility is really all about. The Mishnah Empiricai Avos tells us, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai kibel mehilalume shamai Hu haya Omer, Im lamadita Torah harbei, al tachsak tova laatzmacha Ki l'kach so what he's saying is, ben Zakkai, got he accepted from Hillel and from Shammai. And he used to say, if you learn a lot of Torah, do not attribute a lot of good towards yourself because it's for this that you were created. And I think those two words, those two last words, no it's for this you were created combined with the words, it's for this you were chosen. That if we connect the two and we understand how those two work together, We can really create, we can really reach what true humility is. The mission is telling us, right? Don't be proud of yourself for doing what you were created to do. After all, that's exactly what you were created to do. So if we combine for this, you were chosen together with for this, you were created. What does that actually mean? So really what we, what we can take from this is that we should be proud of who we are, right? Be proud of who you are. Be proud of who Hashem made you. Be proud of the fact that you are part of the Am HaNefchar, of the strengths and abilities he gave you. But when you do utilize those strengths, when you live the life that you uniquely were chosen to do, there should be no feelings of pride or superiority because it's for this that you were created. You can feel accomplished, sure. Grateful, of course. But do we give a medal if the car actually drives, right? Do we give, are we, you know, do we celebrate a mixture that actually mixes? It's for that reason that that appliance was created, right? So the idea is, yeah, we should use our God-given abilities. We should not shy away from doing so. Like Moshe reminds Aaron, Lama atabosh, nefcharta. or don't be ashamed. It's for this you were created. Each one of us has a unique purpose. Each one of us has unique strengths and abilities. But at the same time, when you do utilize your strengths, you should remember at the same time, it's for that reason that God created you. And so really... Of course you should feel good about doing what you were supposed to do. But there's no place for gaiva. There's no place for feeling prideful because at the end of the day, l'kach Sarta, It's for this reason that you were created. Thank you for learning with the OU Women's Initiative.